You're listening to Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football. The one and only podcast dedicated to providing analysis, advice, and entertainment for salary cap fantasy football players. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Kennedy and Sean McGuire. Well, gather round, everybody. It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm here with Sean McGuire. Hey, Tim. Hi, Sean. How you doing? I'm doing better than last episode, I'll tell um, you that. It's only been a couple days. It's amazing the recovery you've had. You look you look marvelous. Well, You look marvelous. Thank you. Yeah, last Friday when we recorded, uh, I was on day... I don't know, five or six of my illness, and now it's day nine, something like that. So, and I was kind of towards the end of my illness last Friday. So now it didn't I'm, sound like it. I'm almost. I felt so. I sounded terrible. I felt so much better than I had for the previous week, though. Uh, but yeah, now now well, I'm I'm almost over the hump entirely. Well, let's celebrate here. Catch. Okay. Jeez. You just tossed me a gummy candy. Thank I you. I did. I yeah, did. That's all I'm, all I'm going to say. Specially shaped gummy candy. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm, a, I'm assuming this is Italian candy. It is. I feel like you can't get this candy here in the United States. <laughs> not, not in, uh, not in. It was in a kid's candy store. Believe it or not. This, this candy was. <laughs> yeah. That's <It> was... funny. <laughs> I made the really poor decision to stick it in my mouth right away. Right while you're talking, right? And so should I should I talk for a bit? I mean, if you have something to say, I'm going to be smacking my lips otherwise. No, uh, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's it, these these had to come back these a long ways, right? So mm-hmm. the, these these were. Um, Every, all my kids really wanted to get their hands on them, and 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 I had to basically say no. Uh, this is for Tim. This is all Tim has ever really wanted. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, very good. So all today right. we are doing. Uh, Z receivers, right? We're mm-hmm. doing, we're doing, uh, <laughs> I feel like I have to talk so you can turn your head away from the microphone. Um, yeah, so we, oh. we've got, we've got, I think we've got seven on, uh, on tap today. Seven receivers on tap. Yeah. Potential um, Z receivers. And, uh, yeah, this is, uh, there's some more, I think, uh, traditional guys than the guys we talked about last week or two or three days ago, guys that, you know, ha- have to be schemed a bit. Uh, these are a little bit bigger players and well, let's... should, in theory, produce more fantasy points, but it, the NFL is changing. So Right. Let's, let's jump in, Sean. We always talk about these guys, and we have long episodes for these rookie uh, these rookie coverages. We so. do, we do. I'm going to put one of these in my mouth while you go ahead and start. Well, but you're supposed to introduce this guy. <sighs> so, so hold on. It's so, oh, is this? Yeah, it is. It's purple, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. It is purple. The uh, the first player we're talking about is Jordan Addison, uh, age twenty one, uh, five foot eleven, hundred and seventy three pounds, uh, 
BMI of 24.1, which is not a whole lot. Very light. Tiny, tiny little hands. Not even nine inches. Eight and three quarters inch hands. He has to always catch the ball with two hands. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, started with Pitt uh, and transferred to USC last year and had uh, a pretty good year. But his best year was definitely last year with Pitt. Uh, or, or 2021. Oh, his last year. His Pitt. last yeah. year with Pitt, mm-hmm. um, which was 100 receptions for almost 1,600 yards and 17 touchdowns. Uh, I think it was with Kenny Pickett. Um, Why did he transfer? Do you know? Like you put up a season like that and then leave town. Kenny Pickett moved down to the NFL, mm. and you know that that was that was going to be a better match for him at uh, USC, a little bigger stage there, USC probably. Um, so he's an interesting player. His uh, he his forty was pretty good, four point four nine, but not like amazing. Ten yard split, one point five six. Really, actually, not very good. Vertical, 34 inches, broad jump, one hundred like 10-2. Um, so very average in terms of uh, agility score, and his burst score was a little below average, 37th percentile. Height-adjusted speed score is firmly in the red category. Relative, uh, his RAS score, 5.93, pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low. Is Production and whatnot was pretty good. His dominator was 29.9. That's it's a little above average yards per reception, a little above average as well at 15.4. Uh, target share also pretty good. His breakout age um, was 95th percentile at uh, age 18. So, uh, you know, that profiles, this is a guy that is regularly talked along with JSN and a guy we'll talk about, uh, Johnson, the guy we're going to talk about next week is the three big, the big three in this year's draft class. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're covering one of them each episode. Um, so uh, one thing I did note is even though his agility score was pretty, pretty, you know, meh, pretty meh, uh, it is worth noting he did the agility drills on his pro day in the rain. That, that so, so seems that, like a... Poor decision. Right? But he didn't really have any choice at that point in time. He had waited. I guess that's why you do it at the combine. But mm. um, So that might be a reason his agility scores are so low. His only average when, I guess, I mean, we'll get into it, but when I looked at his tape, he did not look like a guy with an average agility score. He looked a pretty nimble guy. So okay. let's start with you and what you what you saw positive. What did you like about Jordan Addison? I, I thought he had sudden While cuts. While you do this, you keep on talking for quite a while because i got to put this in my mouth. Okay, sounds good. Enjoy, enjoy that candy, Sean. Mm. Uh, I saw some really nice sudden cuts, good routes. Uh, he's another guy. I think I mentioned this last uh, last episode about a few guys, but his routes were so good at times that DBs would just grab him uh, to prevent him from making the catch, and and sometimes would make that catch anyway. Um, and he was doing this in in one of the f- uh, pieces of film I watched. He was doing this in the five zones, you know, inside the five yard line. Oh, okay. Um, so just in the really red zone. Yeah, just really shaking that DB off of him where it mattered in the red or in that five zone. Um, he's a willing blocker as well. Is that he, a phrase, by the way? Five zone. Uh, I've heard like five zone, ten zone, okay. red zone. All right. All right. Um, I've never heard five zone. 
I think it might be used more for running backs. Okay. Like, because it's such a fertile, you know, yeah, rushing yeah, yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought he's a willing blocker. He continued looking for people to block throughout plays. So if he was downfield, he's somebody made the catch, somebody else did, he would immediately get his head on a swivel and look to see who he could hit. Good teammate. Good teammate, yes. What did you see that you liked? Well, I saw a lot of things I liked. Uh, he's very smooth. Uh, he's very sudden in and out of breaks, yeah. which I think you had said. Uh, I thought he adjusted the balls well. Um he had the uh, solid ability to catch the ball outside his frame. His frame's not big, but um, I thought he uh, was able to execute catches running full speed. Um, I thought that he was able to change speeds um, as part of an overall package. Um, in, in route or with the ball or both? Uh, in his routes, right? I yeah. mean, I think you get that ability, you get that ability, yeah. so... Uh, and most importantly for for where I see him in the future, I, I thought that he read zone coverage well and had a knack for, for, for finding the hole, right? And, uh, and so I really thought that those were a lot of um, a lot of positive things. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of things to like about him if you're like into technical route running. I think there's a lot of reasons to like Jordan Edison. Yes. I also think, he, um, uh, I, I thought he handled press, uh, pretty good, um, right at the line. I don't, I didn't see a ton of people trying to press him, but he was quick enough that I thought that, uh, he could do that. He, um, so I, I, I'm not, I don't see him being in like playing the X, but, but I still think he, he's going to depending on the formation, he'll face press coverage, and, and he seems like a guy that could handle it. Yeah. On the negative side of things, uh, he's, you know, he's 173 pounds. Right. He's not he's not physical. So I, I did see him. I felt like when he was hand fighting with defensive backs, he would often lose those battles. Um, he could kind of be pushed out of bounds. Yeah, I saw that he, 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 I didn't think he, hand, like, even though he could handle that, I thought he could, defeat press coverage in route when Pete, when he was getting bodied, like he, it affected him. Yeah. yeah. He's just not a real physical player and probably just, you know, you have limitations when you're that size. I thought his contested catch ability was not great. Um, even I mentioned he's a willing blocker in my strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell though, when he would hit a guy that he's not a big, a big football player. So He's willing, but not always super effective with yeah. those blocks. Willing, but not able. Yeah, kind of. And then the, I think uh, the the lack of burst in his metrics showed up on tape. I just just saw times when he didn't have jets. Like I saw, I can't remember if it was like a reverse um, or a sweep or something. It was a reverse. And I saw a defensive lineman from the far side of the field he didn't make the tackle, but he almost made the tackle. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, huh. that was the fastest defensive lineman in the history of NC. I'm kidding. It could have been, could but have been. boy, but still. I feel like this guy had 80 pounds on, uh, on Addison and, oh, and still least. almost ran him down. So I, I just felt like that burst, that lack of burst showed up on tape for me. And yeah, you said, and you, you, I think you said you didn't 
love him in contested catches. And for me, it's like he didn't hold on to balls through contact is what I, how I'd put it. He would seem he'd be there, he'd get his hands on the ball, and the contact affected, prevented the catch from happening. And it wasn't so much that he was getting defeated. He was getting his hands there, but you know, he, he wasn't strong enough. His hands weren't strong enough, or maybe it's because they're so small. Sure. But he wasn't, he, that was not, um, it was not a winning move for him to ever get into a contested catch situation. I do think that he will not get into a ton of contested catch situations. Cause I think he's such a good route runner. But, yes. um, the other thing I thought is that he doesn't really run the ball. Well, like he's got, gets the ball in his hands. He's not physical. We've covered that. And I didn't think he's very elusive either. So even though he's a good technical route runner as a runner with the ball in his hands, I, I didn't see anything that I, I liked. Yeah. There was one, another example. He caught uh, like a swing pass. Uh, and when he caught the ball, literally there weren't, there were no defenders within 15 yards of him. And he ended up getting 10 yards on the play because he kind of, he started running and then as defenders closed in, he, he just kind of paused and stopped and then they ended mm-hmm. up tackling him. And I was like, boy, when he caught that ball, I thought he was going for a right. long gainer. Yeah. No, and it just didn't end up kind of, so, you know, I, I don't hate him. I, I you know, this is not a, a crap on Jordan Addison, but like, He's not a baller. Like I felt like if he was a baller, he would be like a little slower Justin Jefferson. Like that that's that's but like Jefferson's a baller. Think of like that Buffalo game last year where he made amazing catch after amazing. Jordan Addison's not gonna do that. Right. Like he is going to be he's what people thought Chris Olave was, which is, you know, he's a little soft. But like Chris Olave runs like a four two, like Jordan Addison is not in that league speed wise. So ultimately he feels a lot like a decent possession receiver. Yeah. I was a little surprised that he's being ranked this highly among the NFL community and the fantasy community. Cause I, I felt like to me, he looks like a, a less bursty Darnell Mooney. Kind of, right. Like Mooney, Mooney I, should have been drafted higher than he was, but yeah. I, I think Mooney's got some talent. I think yeah. Addison has talent, but like he he's he's a little he has less burst than Mooney, and I I just think he's going to get so much draft capital in the NFL that other people in my league are going to want him. Slower and, Jerry Judy. What do you think about yeah. that? Slower yeah. slow Jerry Judy. Another I think really good route runner. Yep. Not. Not very physical, not uh, isn't going to win contested catches, has questionable, kind of questionable hands. Like, I, maybe that's where I'm settling with him. Like, sure. if Jerry Judy was slow, and sorry, if Jerry Judy was like average speed, then he'd be Jordan Addison. And that to me is not a recipe for success in the fantasy universe. Yeah. So, you know, if this, if, if Addison ends up getting drafted, you know, late first, early second round. Some, it, oh, in the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where he's projected, right? Yeah, so if that comes to pass, there's going to be somebody in your league chomping at the bit yeah. to, to no, grab him and let him, and him, let him, let let him, him go. go. Yep. All right, on to Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. 
21.4 years of age, 6 feet tall, 176 pounds, 23.8 BMI. That's even skinnier. Really skinny. Yes, 9-inch hands, played for Tennessee. His big season with Tennessee was last year. He had 67 receptions, 1,267 yards, and 15 touchdowns, Ooh. averaging 18.9 yards per catch. Catching the ball from Hendon Hooker. It really, yes. Who and, I love. Yeah. Anyway, so he, there you go. Good prospect, and uh, Hyatt had a great year last year. He ran a 4-4-40 when he was hurt. Yeah, he either – it's a little unclear as to – if he got hurt running the 40 or or right there afterwards, but yeah, hamstring. Yeah, so, and he was still in the 91st percentile yeah. with that score. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of uh, um, Julio Jones, who like ran like a 4-3 something, and, and like, it turned out he, was, he had a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> like the small bone in your lower leg was cracked. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. That's impressive. It is impressive. Uh, the ten yard split for uh, for Hyatt was uh, was good, uh, one point five. And we've mentioned this before, but in case people don't know, that ten yard split is just the first ten yards of a forty, so it, it's a measure of burst. Right. Uh, so his burst score was very good, ninety seventh percentile. Getting into his oh, and his height adjusted speed score was lower, but that's probably too. Yeah. Uh, although, you know, he is kind of a taller guy. He's six feet. Yeah, yeah. It's it. I think the height adjust it takes the average uh, player at that position. So wow. it's like you know, there's a lot of six one receivers, and so that's that's Got why it. he's a slightly slightly undersized. Got it. All right, his uh, agility score was in the thirty third percentile, so that's lower. But his relative athletic score was eight point seven six out of ten, which is just fine. A dominator rating, he was in the 70, 78th percentile with 37.6% of the offense in Tennessee going through him. 90th percentile in yards per reception with that 18.9-yard mark. Uh, target share was 67th percentile with the 23.4% target share. And his breakout age was a little late, 20.9 years of age, so that puts him in the 37th percentile. And Jalen Hyatt is probably a day two guy. Could possibly sneak in at the end of round one. I think, I, I, I feel like he's going to be a day, I feel like he's going to be a late first round pick. I, it's a, just a guess. He, he is the Blitnikoff uh, award winner. So, you know, the best college wide receiver can't wait to the second round. Oh, right? he, sh he should go first. He's the best. Yeah. Well,. Is he the best? <laughs> Let's hear it, Sean. All right, so um, I got a lot of I got a lot of notes on him. Uh, so basically, the speed is super evident. I don't believe that four four number. He's faster than that. Um, when he's not jammed, if you don't get a hand on him early, nobody can run with him. Nobody in college could run with him. Uh, I thought he had natural. Uh, hands he's a natural hands catcher he catches outside his frame well for his weight which isn't much i felt he's physical i think he i feel like he was a decent blocker again some of this is just weight adjusted a little bit but you know he 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 works it right well that that was a, a positive i saw for him he's does he never takes a playoff no like the ball can be on the far other side of the field he's going and he's going yeah, yep. so he's got a motor. Uh, 
he doesn't run a full route tree, which is even more amazing to me because when he's going all the time, he's running fly after fly after fly. Like he is running a lot. Uh, he doesn't run a full route tree. I don't think it matters. Like that's a criticism of DK Metcalf that turned out to not be worth a whole lot. And I feel like there's going to be some combinations I'm going to make with, with him and DK. They're not the same player. Not, there's a lot of things that are not similar, but they both are a little bit uh, stiff, and you can see it in the three-cone and agility drills for DK, and you can see it with his mediocre performance in the agility drills here, too. Um, ultimately, you have to think about how the person's going to win, and I, I think he's going to have plenty of work to do in the NFL where he can win. So yeah, I, and in terms I'm not of, super worried about that. I'm not either. In terms of uh, like a route runner or that route tree, like his, his game is just, it's about the speed you mentioned. He gets separation from speed, not from, you know, the route or the design of and, the play. And, and, or... and the concern is like, if, if you aren't a decent route runner at all, if all you are is fast, then DBs in the NFL can run with you. And so you're just not going to be effective at all. I don't think it's, I don't think he's that simplistic. I do think he has some moves, right. That uh, allow him to, to be effective. Um, but I'm just saying is if you're expecting him to run a bunch of curls and drags and, right. you know, slants and whatever and whip routes and whatnot, he's probably not your Huckleberry. Right. So, right. um, I think I think he will be able to be effective at running his routes in the NFL. Do you have uh, you have any other positives you'd like to say? Or I mean, I I kind of mentioned it already, but just he's fast and he uses that speed to get open. So he he makes the most of what he's been given there. It just even the slightest head fake is effective because right. DBs have. It's all to premised re- on the fact that they everybody knows that he, he can burn them bad. Yep, exactly. And just the other positive note is uh, I mentioned he doesn't take plays off, and he's he's one of those guys we've talked about before that celebrates what's happening on the field that's successful, whether he's doing it or not. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, in terms of that part of his character, that showed up on film and was a positive for me. All right. So now on to my list of negatives, and it's, it's surprisingly long. Um, first of all, his stats were amazing, but they are inflated with lots of busted coverages. Like there is, and you could say maybe he he does something to do with that, but I think it's the offensive scheme that Tennessee had is, was a little unique. Uh, and it, it, a lot of things were kind of schemed, right? And so there were a lot of times when basically the safety and whatnot is misdirected, so... Jalen Hyatt, the biggest threat on the on the field, gets ignored, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was. They were looking to him in those moments. So, and that's just not going to happen in the NFL, right? So, I, there's just a lot of there was a lot of that. I saw a lot of a lot of busted coverages where he was getting a sixty yard touchdown and no one's within twenty yards of him. And it's not just because he's faster than everybody else; it's because nobody covered him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, it like. He has the way that basically the way their scheme works is that he had a lot of option routes, so he basically doesn't ever have to run a route that he doesn't want to run. So he gets to choose, and you know that's 
why he's running a lot of things where he's winning downfield and whatnot. It's things are going to be a little tighter in the NFL. He's going to have to have a little more variety. Um, and sometimes he's going to have to win at something he doesn't want to win at. Right. You got, you got to win to the outside and the corners sitting out there with outside, outside position on you. How do you get him off that position? Right. So that's a different, I think there's going to be an education that he's going to have to go through and where he's going to somehow, some of the stuff that he's not good at, he's going to have to get to the competent level to do it. And there probably will run design things for him where he can be successful, but, but it's just not going to be quite as it was for him in college. Um, I think I said he isn't a natural runner with the ball. Um, yeah, all, he's, he's easy to tackle. He's well, and all he's got one move, and it's 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 he turns on the jets, right? And um, so he's not he's not juking anybody out. He's not breaking any tackles. He's he's going to beat you with speed. It, it's a one trick pony, and uh, it's also um, wor- worth noting that eighty seven percent of his routes are from the slot. So. Uh, he saw almost no reps versus press man. Um, or even when he wasn't in the slot, he was the back guy in a stack formation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, 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 I don't think that he's going to have uh, um, it be quite that simple for him. Um, also, do you think NFL D backs will play off him at all because of that speed? Like Again, opening things up a little bit. I think bit, that or they no? can handle the speed more than that. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of fast guys in the NFL. Um, and also, I didn't really see any, and I watched a lot of film. I didn't see a lot of contested catches. I didn't see him ever really have to high point balls. Like, usually he's just basket catching everything because he's two yards or 20 yards behind the defensive back. Like, I didn't see him have to do that leap twist high point the ball mm-hmm. so he he there's a a much narrower like where he's where i can see he's going to win it's so just it's it's a narrow band and sure. uh, and that for me is the question is is that enough to produce fantasy numbers for you yeah and to just i'm going to just add on one negative here because i think it goes along with some other things you've been saying is that and that was my last negative, so you go, you can continue. Sure, with but, I and I just, just to kind of bring us to conclusion on him, but um, he he's kind of slow. When he was asked to like actually run a route and run a break, he's kind of slow in and out of those breaks, I thought, where it mm-hmm. took him several steps to like get the direction changed. And so if he doesn't have that, you can be coached and to do that. But he's not doing that kind of naturally right now. So that that's a bit of a concern for me. If he does need to change his game in the NFL, uh, we haven't seen that he can do that kind of route running yet. And so that's a that's just a yellow flag for me. So what's your conclusion? Well, he's, he's a big play guy. I think he's going to be an exciting player in the NFL. Um, I just, those guys always scare me a little bit because it's so boomer bust and I don't like boomer bust Especially in fantasy. PPR. Like I, I just, how many catches is he going to get a game? Like that's for me, like I think of like Alvin, I mean, I'm old. I'm thinking of Alvin Harper. Like I think of guys, uh, 
Deshaun Jackson. I had Deshaun Jackson on, on my uh, salary cap roster for years, and he was when he when he had a big game, he was awesome. But there's a lot of games where it was like two catches for 14 yards, right? Yeah, and it's it's that that boomer bust thing can really it can just be maddening because at the end of the year you see the stats and it's like oh. You had twelve hundred yards. That's that's a fine season, right? But it can win you a game. It can <laughs> but, lose you a game. Yeah, and and so I just don't see him as being terribly consistent. Also, when I comp- compare him to Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson had a lot more to his game. Like I think about uh, most guys in the NFL that I think about that have some limitations have two really good traits, right? You think about Randy Moss. Incredible speed, but amazing body control, right? Uh, DK Metcalf, speed and power, right? So he's got those two things. So even though he's not super super nimble, uh, it doesn't matter. Jalen Hyatt's just got one. He's got one trick, and he's a, he's super fast, and and so like I feel like he's going to be a fantasy first round pick, but I'll be disappointed. If I have to take him in the first round, <laughs> well, you never have to, Sean. Well, but this year's <laughs> draft class is a little underwhelming, and, I, and mm-hmm. I'm probably in the minority in saying that. But the class overall, or or the wide receiver class, all or of both, it. all of it. Mm-hmm. Some of the tight ends, but I'm not going to take. How many tight ends are you going to take in the first right. round? Right. So, yep. so that's. Uh, I mean, there's good players, but I feel like there's a lot of guys that I. In my, there's probably six first round picks, and then there's probably like. 18 second round picks and i feel like you you might be stuck yeah uh having to pick being a late first round pick and i've got a couple late first round picks like it's not it's not a great place to be you're really banking on people screwing up in front of you and maybe it's a good year to move those yeah and move down or you move down or move up one of the two yeah all right rishi rice uh out of smu almost 23 years of age, six foot one, 205 pounds, BMI healthy, 27, uh, big wingspan of 77 inches, average size hands, nine and a half inches, uh, height adjusted speed score is pretty good. Uh, his 40 time was four, five, one. That's rock solid is, is 10 yard split 1.49. That's good. His burst score 95th percentile. His agility score is average. His RAS score, 9.53, bright green for me. Dominator, uh, 32.9, 64th percentile yards per reception, 14.1. Target share, uh, 96th percentile, 33.2. Uh, breakout age, uh, 20.4, 53rd percentile. Nothing interesting of note there. Um, he's probably a second-round pick. Could be a third-round pick. I shouldn't say he's probably a second round pick. He's day. I meant he's a day two pick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where I've seen him projected he was in as the, well. He was in the Senior Bowl. Um, he didn't do anything special in the Senior Bowl. I watched the practices and what. I, it was pretty meh. Just didn't show up much. Didn't show up for much. What do you What do you think about uh, Rishi Rice? Uh, he can post up DBs, so he's. I think he's a good player. Skyhook, <laughs> right? I mean, but. 
uh, he's he's got that that body position thing down. He often makes the first tackler or two miss, so he's good with the ball in his hands. I thought I saw lateral steps, spin moves, good contact balance. So he's got a toolbox there when he's got the ball in his hands. He's got good body control, good hand fighting. He's a strong guy. I saw him muscling uh, defenders at the catch point. Um, he drew pass interference calls. Uh, a lot of them. Yeah. A lot be, of PI calls. Yep. Um, and I just kind of can't boil. Did, they didn't feel like they were going to happen in the NFL, though, to Pro- me. Maybe not. But but the for me, it was like he's a, he was a physical player and right. kind of winning those battles yeah. that way. Um, and I did. I saw him block a guy like far away from the ball several <laughs> times. George, just, George Pickens. Just so he could hit him. Yeah. Yep. I do love that. So those were all things I liked about Rasheed Rice. I had a lot of the same things. Hand fighting I thought was good. I put down positives, contested catches. Negatives, catches contested. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I didn't see he got any separation. And I felt uh-huh. like when I watched the, f- the funny thing about his tape, watching all 22, and I was just like, he just looks slow. He looks lumbery and slow. And like, how big is this guy? Like, he looks like he's a tight end. And yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, and some of that's just that all 22 angle you look at, but he's still getting, you know, position on these, on these D-backs. But like. I had the same <sighs> note though. He doesn't gain any separation really. And he fumbles a lot. Uh, and I didn't think he was great against press coverage despite his size. So uh, for me, like I agree, I saw the same thing. You got any other negatives? Those are my big negatives. Uh, just like he, he didn't look like a polished route runner. Um, yeah, and, I, mean, I put down that he has a lot to learn about playing wide receiver. Yep, I would agree with that. Uh, he's not sudden or fast when he's running a route. He kind of plays slow with the ball in his hands mm-hmm. uh, until the ball is in his hands. I right. thought. And then once the the ball was in his hands, that's when you'd kind of see him turn on whatever he has inside of him and and start making guys yeah, miss. And maybe it was just I almost the felt like he was disinterested in some ways. It, yeah, it almost felt like that. Uh, and I think you mentioned his his hands, uh, right? That they weren't great. But I thought his hands were questionable. Like sub- I did not say that. I, I I he won a lot of contested catches. I, he did I, lose some contested catches and. And uh, I, I know he fumbled a lot. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw maybe that's what you said. Two, I, I saw a fumble or two as well. I saw a drop or two. So I just, you know, his, I, his hands aren't great. He's not, he's not real strong in that way. Conclusion wise, I kind it's he kind of struck me as like the wrestler that the high school coach went out and recruited to play football. I uh, like talked him into playing. Like he's. He's an athletic guy. What, what about the hockey player? Because that was that's what happened to me. Oh yeah, maybe the same kind of thing. Like, <laughs> there, there's an athlete there, and you you bring him in to play this sport that maybe wasn't his first, yeah. or something. It, like he just kind of struck me as that kind of guy, and he was successful largely because he was so physical and played the game that way. But I, yeah, like you said, he doesn't have command of like the technical aspects of playing receiver. I feel like he's a guy that. Is is has the potential in him, but like uh, he's going to get drafted high, and I think he's going to like if he's like a day three guy and he's on a practice squad, like he might emerge later on. But I I I think that that's 
the idea of him coming into the NFL with his skill package and inability to separate, like it, it feels, it feels like a failure to me. It feels like he's a guy who's not likely, it's like a Jonathan Baldwin or, I mean, any of these other guys that get drafted too high and they're just not ready to play. Jonathan Baldwin was at like a first round receiver for the Kansas city chiefs. And he just never did anything. Yeah. So, uh, that's, I'm not, I'm not excited about Rasheed Rice. All right. All right. On to Kayshawn Booty, 20.8 years of age. Five about Booty. 5'11". Do you like veggie booty? That uh, Have you ever had that? It's like a, when my kids were younger, it was like this puff oh, corn no. kind of We eat pirate's thing. booty. You eat the yeah, veggie that, booty? That's okay. what it is. Well, I've eaten both, actually. I think there's, I think there's two different booty. products. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. 5'11". 195 uh, pounds. So we have a bigger wide receiver here, finally, Sean. Yeah. Uh, BMI of 27. That seems low for the, the size of this guy, but maybe not. Hand size is nine and a half inches. Played for LSU. His best season. Long arms. Long arms. Wingspan, 77. 77.38. Yeah. So big catch radius, hopefully. Right. Uh, his best season may have been as a freshman in 2020. He put up... 735 yards, which was the most of his career, five touchdowns that season, and on, that was on 45 receptions with a 16.3 yards per catch average. Last year, his stats uh, were dropped down to 538 yards, two touchdowns on 48 receptions with an 11.2 yards. I'll get into his story after you catch. after you go through. I got I, I have a lot a lot of people. Some people know. And some people don't, but let's sure. go through the rest of his numbers. And and the numbers that I just threw out there, uh, fr- his freshman season was a 10-game season, and statistically his last year uh, was an 11-game season. So similar, you should be able to compare apples to apples there. But Sean will get into that in a second. His 40 time was not great. It was okay, uh, 4.5, which puts him in the 67th percentile, kind of a lower 10-yard split at 1.58. Uh, Height-adjusted speed score is lower. His burst score is in the second percentile. Ouch. Yeah, his relative athletic score was at a 4.99 out of 10, which is another ouch. Dominator-wise, he was in the 57th percentile, which is not great either. Yards per reception, 20th percentile. Target share, 65th percentile with 22.8%. The, the one bright spot here, Sean, is the breakout age of 18.3, puts him in the 98th percentile. So this is a guy metrics uh, people are not going to probably jump for joy. Mm, there's a lot of about, people who are really into that breakout age, I will say. Well, that And his sophomore year, his sophomore year, even though it was a six game, uh, six games, he had 500 yards and nine touchdowns i mean that, game. So that, really, that he was having a nice year he was on pace for his best year by far there he had yeah. twice as many touchdowns basically and and almost as many yards as the other two seasons so so he was having a great year in 2021 do you want me to tell you some story about his personal drama here i don't know do i need to get my finger ready for the explicit <laughs> button yeah on, uh, i'll try to not you. so here's so here's the deal so what happened? So he broke his ankle in 2021. That's why his season ended early. He had surgery. He had a, 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 didn't quite work. He had a second surgery in January of 2022. Everybody thought he was going to be a top 15 pick when he came out this this year. Um, 
then new coach comes in at LSU, doesn't like how he is training or whether he's training with the team and whatnot when he's recovering from injury, and there's a debate about that. He ends up considering a transfer, leaving LSU. Uh, he stays and then has a really mediocre season. And if you watch just the 2022 film, it's especially in the beginning of the season, it's ugly. It's it's really ugly. And there's there's complaining as quarterback. There's kind of, I don't know if he's like just not running routes, balls hitting him like in his hand while he's running a route and not looking back. Like, is he just throwing a tantrum or what's going on here? At some point in time, he gets it together. He starts having some better games. And at the end of the year, he decides he's going to come back uh, and announces he's going to come back and play his senior year at LSU before the bowl game, Citrus Bowl maybe, uh, he suddenly sends out a message saying, I changed my mind, I'm going pro. And then it comes out, and this is all speculation, just to be clear, but I'm going to put this out there because it's salacious. Uh, and explains some things, but apparently the, the rumor is that he got uh, involved in, I'll just say vaguely, a sex party of sorts that involved the coaching staff there, uh, LSU and other things, and basically was dismissed from the team. I don't know if this is true. None of this is confirmed. Brian Kelly refused to talk about it and say, you know, why he was going pro and all this other stuff. And uh, some coaches were let go, so we know that. Um, so so that's that's uh, that's weird. <laughs> that's that's definitely that's definitely weird. Um, but it does explain a little bit of, of the drama that was going on back, you know, the stuff you were seeing on the field. And then he shows up at the combine and he puts up these god awful numbers. Oh, the 40 was okay, but like everything else just unbelievably bad. And such bad numbers are like, who would actually, you know, I mean, guys don't do certain drills. You know, oh, I'm not going to do that drill. I don't, I don't, I'm not, my agility is not good. I'm not going to run a three cone, right? Uh-huh. I'm not going to do the vertical jump because I don't jump well or whatever. But he did these drills and then bombed them, which means either he thought he was going to do well or he didn't know <laughs> or he's getting no advice whatsoever from anybody. It's mm. really weird that he that he failed so spectacular. And then he does a pro day and he essentially doesn't do anything to rectify that stuff and he skips a bunch of the stuff in his pro day too. So like he we're left with these terrible numbers. I have no idea where he's going to get drafted. Like before the beginning of the year last year, top 15 pick. If he went undrafted, it wouldn't. You wouldn't surprise you. I mean, no. it would probably surprise me a little bit because I have some things to say about his film, but, uh -huh. but, uh, it's weird, man. It's weird. Really yeah. weird. All right. Well, do you want to share, uh, some of your film work? You want me to jump in first? Why don't you go in first? All right. Um, he, I didn't see a lot of great route running. Um, I, I did see a few like really nice routes though. 
like there were times when I saw it. Maybe this is what you were talking about because I tend to watch later film. Um, right. So I want to see what, what have if you, you done for me lately. If you watch the 2022 film, you will not like Keishan Booty. But I did see, like even then, I think this was from a 2022 game, but I can't. I can't remember for sure, but he just, he had one of those like routes where you sink your hips down. It was like mm-hmm. textbook and just cuts out of it and just loses his defender. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, it was actually on a chair route, which we used to call a down, out, and up, but I guess mm. is now called a chair. They call it a chair route. I guess so. I've never, you're like full of lingo today. Well, I, I'm. The lingo doing... I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing? I don't know. I said something earlier. I asked you about it. No. Oh. Was it on air? Yeah. Okay. Everybody else will know what I'm talking sure. about. And they're like, Sean can't remember that conversation he had a little while ago. What they didn't realize is we've been recording this episode for three and a half hours. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, he'll do that once in a while, even in 2022. And I, he's a good tackle breaker, I thought. Uh, or at least occasionally he was had the ability to break through some tackles. That's kind of my... My list of things that I really liked about him from the film I saw. Okay. I have a lot of positive things to say because I, I, I watched a lot of film from all throughout. So we're going to disagree a little bit. Um, basically, healthy and engaged Keishan Booty is great. He's... Um, Finds holes in the zone. He's got. I think. He's, I think he's got great acceleration. He's not super fast, but I think he's got good acceleration. Um, he runs a full route tree. I think his run after catch is very good. I think I felt like his body control was very good to great. Um, I thought he had effective release packages. I thought he was actually quite special on slants. Um, he. I thought caught the ball with his hands and and had late hands. So, um, so those were all like that. That's a pretty substantial positive list for me. Like yeah. without the drama, if we were if we were doing this, you'd be really excited before the twenty twenty two season. He might be in the very in the top three draft pick discussion for me just based on that. But I saw a bunch. Of, I did see negative things, um, and I know you've got more negative things. So I guess I'll go first. Sure. Um, his uh, we already talked about the combine it was disastrous. Um, his hands in twenty twenty two were awful. Um, a couple couple games. He had one game against Florida State where it, he couldn't. It's like maybe it was a mental thing for him at that point in time, but like he couldn't. He couldn't catch, and then there's a couple that he maybe like refused to catch. It was really weird, hmm. disastrous game. Um, I thought his effort was um, questionable throughout, though. I felt like he rounded bouts. Um, sometimes yeah. it's because he's playing against someone, and it doesn't. He doesn't feel like he needs to have a sharp edge, and he's just getting to his spot. I get that, but like there are routes where. Maybe the play is not going to him. It's really obvious. He's jogging. Yeah, he looked he looked kind of lazy to me a lot of the time. Right, and and the other big negative for me is I have um, major concerns about the off off the field stuff. I think, and to me, the the reason why I have such a problem with it is not just like what's going on. It's that it paints a similar picture 
So I don't know if you have any other like technical things that you that you didn't like that before I get into. Sure, that. I'll ru- I'll just run through. So my... I'm done with my technical stuff. Sure, I'll run through my negative list just quickly here. I thought he was a terrible blocker. He ended up on the ground multiple times when he was attempting to block a guy. And I will note, Sean, I went back and looked at my notes while you were talking, and actually I watched more games from 2021 than I did from last year. Mm. Um, so I, I I don't know. I just, well, you just might disagree on some yeah, of Yeah, I, I just ended up liking him a lot less than you did. Um, he, uh, yeah, so he got pushed to the ground just running routes sometimes. I saw two stopped in his tracks by press, press coverage. Not That didn't happen consistently, but I did see it. Um, I disagree with you on the, on the burst. Like I, I thought he was not bursty. I, I saw four doinks in my notes. So he was having balls clank off his hands and you've kind of explained maybe why some of that was happening, but, um, I thought he was not elusive at all with the ball in his hands. I wasn't seeing separation, um, just contested catchability. I thought, I just, this is not a guy I'm interested in yeah. at all, especially no, I, given the, and, and the think, new information here on him. Well, and like, I, yeah, I'm going to bury him for you okay. <laughs> promptly because here's the thing is what I see. Uh, there's a lot of people like, well, is he a diva because of the way he behaved? I, I don't even think that that's the issue because before this last year, I was thinking, well, could he be like a guy like Keenan Allen, right? A technical guy. Now you didn't see that. I no. saw that, um, and I still like that ceiling, but the floor is literally zero, like yeah. zero. Um, preparing for the combine, one thing I noticed when we talked about Zay Flowers last week is between the end of the season and the combine, Zay Flowers got rocked up. That dude is ripped, right? Uh, Keishan Booty is like soft and flabby. Wow. Like, and it was during the year last year. So, like, if you look at him as a sophomore, there's some definition to his arms and whatnot. You look at him as a junior, and he's got like these, he's got like my arms or your arms. Like, Wait, like I this. thought you said flabby. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> not an athlete's arms, right? And that's like a small thing, but... It, but to me, that 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 tells the thing. Like he, I, it feels like somebody told him, "You're a guaranteed first round pick, man." And then at that point in time, he stopped putting the time in, stopped working. I don't know this, but I'm saying that that's what it looks like. It's, he, or he sounds like a guy that might be just in like distress. Like I, I almost wonder if he's just not kind of. Or getting high, I mean, like, uh, like you don't know, but like, yeah. there's, there's, there's something going on, and to me, like, it feels like Maurice Claret or Josh Gordon, Justin Blackman, Jamarcus Russell, like guys who have a ton of talent, but then whatever it is, that for all these guys, it's a little different story, but they all basically became like disappeared. From, I mean, Gordon stuck around forever, but but those other guys, it's like, you know, uh, Claret is the one that, that, you know, I don't know if people remember who Maurice Claret was, but he was like a freshman running back for Ohio State, was amazing. And then like, 
there's this drama about whether he was going to go could go pro or whatever he was going to have to do and then by the time he got around to being able to play like he hadn't worked out in forever and looked mm-hmm. terrible and i feel like that's what's go- I, so booty's a guy that i i'm intrigued by just cuz i i think he's got talent but man i'm not going to take a player that is even remotely similar talent over him knowing what yeah. what the risk it's is it's definitely a risk to do that all right I, that's I feel like I need to cleanse the palate. Yeah, should, should yeah. go on to Raheem Jarrett. Let's move on. Yeah, all right, Raheem Jarrett, twenty-two years old, six feet tall, one hundred ninety-two pounds, BMI of twenty-six. That's okay. Maryland, uh, Maryland didn't ever have like a great year at Maryland. Is probably his best year was his sophomore year. Um, Thirteen games, sixty-two receptions for eight hundred and twenty-nine yards and five touchdowns. Um, He's fast, around the 40 and 4.44. Good height-adjusted speed score, 10-yard split, also good. His uh, Raz is 8.41, that's rock solid. Um, Dominator, uh, 28% dial, um, nah, not good. Yards perception, 32nd percentile, not good. Target share, 45th percentile, not good. Breakout age, 19.6, is good. He was a five-star recruit. He was originally re- recruited at LSU to play with Booty, uh, but uh, he decided to go to Maryland instead. Tim, what do you see about Rakeem? Oh, uh, we're not sure where he's going to get drafted. I think uh, probably a day three player, probably a day three player, but like I like him more than some of these other guys, so I, I do think that some NFL GM might, might uh, take him at the end of day two, but we'll see. All right. Uh, well, good things I saw about Jarrett. I, I saw a good blocker. I saw a guy making contested catches and catches just in traffic and in coverage. I saw good speed on film. Um, he had an effective first couple of steps off the line. So that, I guess that kind of, I don't know if I'd call it release package necessarily, but just kind of that initial burst off the line looked good to me. Um which kind of got that goes along with his his ten yard split. I guess that mm-hmm. backs that up as yep. well. Um, he looks to block downfield, which I like to see in a receiver. He has uh, some toughness. I think he took a really brutal hit in the middle of the field, and uh, he came back, continued to play in the game, uh, continued to go across the middle. There's nothing like glorifying playing with a concussion, Tim. Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming he was helping. And your next note is smart. <laughs> um, oh, I just, I didn't, anymore. I didn't see it affect his game at all. So I felt like it. He has maybe a little toughness he, to yeah, him. Yeah, he plays well with a concussion. Could consider. Oh my gosh. Um, he can, makes catches away from his frame, and uh, I did see him as a as a smart football player, like moving around for his quarterback when a play broke down. Um, making smart decisions with what to do with the ball, like being aware of the game situation, if he needs a first down or something like that. He seemed to be aware of that during the plays. I like that. I liked all those things about Jarrett. I had a lot of positive things to say about Rakeem Jarrett. Uh, body control, uh, elite is what I put down. Uh, catch radius, elite. He's able to catch all over the place. Acceleration, elite. I thought he handled press coverage well. I thought his run after catch was very good. I did put down he was a decent blocker, um, although I care about that less than you do. Um, That's I, always first on my list. It's number one, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
he's an active player, pays attention, and works open. It's the same thing you're saying, smart. I thought he read zone well. I think he's got good feet. Um, so those are all a lot of really positive things about him. I like Rakeem Jarrett. I got a couple negative things. Yeah. Uh, I did see some concentration drops. Uh, they didn't it didn't seem like a problem. It just seemed like, you know, maybe he's trying to run before he has the ball. Um, I, I saw a, a bad drop yeah. as well, yeah. Um, and I thought he had a problem with physical coverage um, past the release. If someone's bodying him downfield, he seemed to it seemed to put him off his game. And and so that is in the NFL. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. So, yep. um, so that, if that to me is kind of – it's a negative. It's only one of a couple negatives, but it's a significant negative. You and I saw similar things on the negative side. I, I put it the same thing I think you were saying, but out, he's out physical by a, a defensive back at times, mm-hmm. just kind of downfield. Um, I didn't see a lot of separation even when he was running good routes. Um, and that the last thing that I haven't mentioned or one of us hasn't, I felt like I could tell when it was a running play just by watching him. Not every time. Yeah, but enough. I feel like a lot of guys do that. That's though. probably true, but yeah, I don't know. I felt like it was it kind of stuck out uh, to me with him. So I think he's like a smart, technically sound receiver, just not a terribly dynamic athlete. I think he's a guy who plays maybe a little smaller than his size. Um, his score is a solid eight point four one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I think, know. I mean, the dynamic part of it, I think I, w- I shouldn't even use the word because I don't know that I could define it well, but I think it's maybe a combination of a, like a little elusiveness, a little mm-hmm. speed. Like, that's a fun guy to watch. I didn't feel like Jarrett was that guy. Um, so I think I think he'll be in the NFL. I, I, I just think he's, I see him as an NFL third receiver. I don't know if you disagree with that. Uh, I, I, I like him more than you. Um, I feel like he's kind of made for the modern NFL. To me, uh, he's what LaVisca Chenault was supposed to be. So um, it has not turned out to be. But I feel like he's what that's supposed to look like. I think he, he's can play, he can play Y or Z. Um, I do see Gives him. you a little, a little rushing yard. A yep. little, a little a bit of rushing. A little production. bit of rushing production. Uh, potentially, like a, I, I don't see it exactly, but I could see him being like what I would call a high volume beta, like Amon Ra. So I, I like him, but no, I wouldn't take a first round pick on. But I'd take him in the second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you like him a little bit more than I do. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'm very curious about when he gets drafted. I mean, if he gets taken in the sixth round, I'm, I've lost all interest. I've suddenly lost all interest. <laughs> okay. All right. On to Jaden Reed. Uh, kind of a similar player, I thought. Interesting to compare these two players, at least as I saw it. Anyway, yeah, tell me about Jaden Reed. 22.8 years of age, 5'11", 191 pounds, played for Michigan State. Uh, his best season was as a junior in 2021 when he played 13 games caught 59 passes for just over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns with a 17.4 yards per catch average. Uh, he also added a little production as a runner. It was it was minimal, but worth mentioning. He also returns kicks and punts. 
I saw that too. So it can contribute lots of ways. He ran a 4.4540 in the 79th percentile. His burst and split scores were lower, so maybe not a real bursty guy. His relative athletic score was a 6.74 out of 10, which isn't real high. His, uh, his strengths down in the metrics area, he had a 73rd percentile dominator rating and a 98th percentile breakout age at 18.4. His yards per reception and target share were, um, well, his yards per reception were down quite a bit, 27th percentile. His target share was okay in the 75th percentile at 25%. So, and probably right around that third, fourth round uh, turn. So he could sneak up into day two, might be towards the top of day three. Uh, so that's, that is Jaden Reed, Sean. All right. So here's what I'll, positives. All right. I got some good positives here. I thought he had uh good rack ability. Um, uh, actually I didn't think he was any good at all as a freshman. So he's improved. Um, he, he looked a lot better in the later film. Yep. He's, uh, he's hard to take down running. Uh, yeah. I, I, I have him down as having, this is a check. This is a checkbox. Yes or no? Does he have special catchability? Doesn't mean you always do it. You could not win. You could lose most of your contested catches. But if you have special catchability, you get a you know you get a bonus from me. He does. I feel like he reads zone coverages well. I think he's got good body control. Um, I, I didn't show up in terms of his burstiness, but I do think he is quick uh, and fast. Um, we don't have an agility score for him, but, um, but at least that's what I saw. Um, I thought he used leverage and body position well. So I feel like he always put himself in a position to make the catch. Um, and, uh, he was a technically sound route runner. We talked about his kind of mediocre burst, um, he was better against zone than man, and I think that's largely it. I think he's going to have a hard time gaining a lot of separation against man coverage, but I think he can do well uh, against zone because I think he reads it well, and I think your burstiness matters a little bit less there. So that's that's what I had to say. That was positive. What about you? Uh, I saw a guy that was effective getting off the line. He ran solid routes at all levels of the field, so that was a strength for me. Um, thought his hand fighting was strong. He's got really quick feet uh, to get release off the line, which I like to see. Uh, I felt he was twitchy. Like he, he could make those sudden movements when he needed mm-hmm. to. Um, and I like his work ethic in terms like broken plays. He was he would work until the whistle blew trying to get open for his quarterback. So those are things I liked about him. Uh, negatives. You got anything negative to say? Yeah, I just I his hands or his tracking or something was, seemed a little off for me. So like I saw a drop, which will happen from time to time. But uh, there was like one of those uh, throws to the back corner of the end zone where he like laid out for it, but it looked to me like he didn't even get his hands on the ball. And it seemed like a pretty catchable throw. It wouldn't have been an easy catch, but I felt catchable and he didn't make the catch or didn't even get his hands on it. Um, He kind of dove in the end zone for another ball that was catchable. It would have been hard, but he didn't catch it. It There was a lot of that. Like I got a lot of similar notes. Okay. So, 
you know, he maybe has that special catchability, but it's not something that yeah. that ends up being successful lots of the time. I I have a I have a comment on his blocking. I know I don't. He's mediocre. Okay. I just thought it was interesting because I feel like I'm less consistent about that. Uh, so um, I saw a big difference between lesser cornerbacks. So press man, I felt like he was he would consistently beat it against lesser competition. Against Ohio State, I thought he really struggled. And the press was getting to him there. And I think that's going to be what he's going to see in the NFL. If he's going to, if he's going to play on the outside, and I don't, I'm not sure he can play on the outside, I, I think that's the big problem. Um, and it, it, similar to what USF, he was very incon- inconsistent on ca- contested or difficult catches, like lots of balls that seemed like they could have been caught and they just weren't. Yeah. Um, his aerial game is not superb. Like, and I think that's goes, I think that's a lot of what you were talking about. Like whether, is it tracking? What is it? He just doesn't seem to win in that area. So to me, what I said is he's about 5% from being a very good to great wide receiver, but that's a big, that's a 5% is going to lead to a lot of inconsistent play. Like he runs a good route, and if he's if he's wide open, great. He's gonna make a catch and come down, right? But if he's not wide open, he's probably not coming down with the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're probably right on. So there. I am, um, like I feel like if your separation isn't amazing, you've got to be better at contested catches, and his and his win rate just isn't high enough. So for me, like he's not a. a He's not. I'm not going to take him in the first three rounds of a rookie draft. Like I like Raheem Jarrett a lot more, and I realize the NFL might not, but but for me, there's the, those two players have so many similarities, but it, the difference is really clear that Raheem Jarrett's a better player. Then that's and that's just my assessment of it. I think for me, um, I agree with everything you said about those. I I call them uncertain catches. If he was better at those, I'd be really quite interested. Um, as it is, I think it'll have to come down to where he gets drafted for me because I think he's one of these guys who is not NFL ready and a team is going to need to work with him. Um, so if he gets the draft capital for where I'm convinced a team is actually going to do that, then I start to become more interested. But, um, yeah, if he's drafted later on, no, thank you. All right, last guy. Michael Wilson, 23.1 years of age, 6 foot 2, 213. Now we're getting Now into we're getting into it. Big fellas. He, he he could have gone in the next episode except for except for uh we have too many guys there already. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you got pushed into this one. This may be a preview then. Huh? Yeah, a little bit. All right, 27.4 BMI. So as we have mentioned, a, a, a nice big guy, 9.8 inch hands. His best year. I mean, it's hard really to say. <laughs> did he have a good year? He, I mean, he, he technically did break out. He but. had a decent year. I would call it. He's just had trouble staying healthy, right? Yeah. So his best year was as a sophomore in 2019. He played 12 games that year, had 56 receptions for just under 700 yards and five touchdowns with the 12 yards per catch average, which is not yeah. real great. Yeah. Um, last year, he played in only six games, had 26 receptions, 400 yards, and four touchdowns. Pre- His yards good. per catch was better. Up pretty good 16.1. season he had going there. He did. 
He did. Uh, his 40 time is a little low, 4.59. That puts him in the 38th percentile. His 10-yard split's really good, 1.5. Puts him in the 87th so he's got so percentile. Much green in the, he's got so much green in the stock. Yeah. His burst score is good, 76th percentile. Agility, 79th percentile. Raz, 9.55 out of 10. Bright green. A dominator in the 63rd percentile, 75th percentile breakout with that 19.5 year in uh, in 2019. Um, his target share and yards per reception were down around average, so nothing great there. What do you What do you have for us, on Michael Wilson? To okay, take couple us things. Home? Yeah, I got. Uh, first of all, he was a four star re- recruit coming out, and, and to understand, so he's got. So he missed his final two games in 2020 and the first eight games of 2021 with a foot injury. But it's actually two foot injuries. He had a Jones fracture. He had surgery. And then like on his second day of training after coming back, he breaks it again. Mm. So this is one of those guys, if you go back, if you're with us for a long time, we've had Dr. Bjorn Westgard on and, and and we've talked about this Jones fracture and how it really negatively affects wide receivers and it's the kind of thing that can recur again and again and a lot of guys who have had them um, have just their careers have kind of become kind of mediocre and um, because you because it's you're putting to cut as a wide receiver you're putting a lot of strain on that particular bone the fifth metatarsal in your foot Go back and listen to some of the, the Dr. Westgard episodes we have. But then he came back, and then he missed uh, the final six games with another injury in 2022. It was undisclosed as to what exactly that was. So he's only played 14 games over his last three years. Team captain. I've seen this guy interviewed. He is a disguise as solid as a dude you can as you can get like this is a guy that you want to root for um played in the senior bowl actually did quite well was named the best pass catcher in the senior bowl um there's a lot of buzz about him in the senior bowl there was yeah and he's the guy he's the guy when you like every year you know last year it was your guy right um Christian Watson, right? You have, you know, every year there's a guy, Terry McLaurin was a, a guy where it's just like, this guy is just kicking everybody's butt at the senior bowl. Michael Wilson is the guy from last year. Uh, it's hard to find tape on him. I had yeah. to dig. I had to dig. I had to go watch old Davis Mills and, and uh, Tanner McKee video to, 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 to get what I thought was good enough. And I have a lot of positive things to say about him. Um, He's big. He's strong. Uh, I think he had 23 reps on the bench. He's very bursty, and he's super quick, and for, especially for a big guy. Um, you could see that in the numbers. I yeah. felt like he defeated press coverage with ease. Like he, he, he just had a wide variety of moves um, and, and didn't, wasn't phased by it at all. Um, his senior bowl impre- performances were impressive. I think I think he's a high character guy. He even um, did well in the game, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some nice catches in the game too. Um, so uh, I really like a lot of things. I mean, I, I don't like him as much as uh, Chris Sims, who says he's the fourth best receiver in class. <laughs> but I don't actually 
think that that's an insane take because if you forget about the injury stuff, he checks all the boxes, man. Like he, he literally does a lot of things really good. I don't know. Do you have anything else positive to say about him? I just thought he, he looked really athletic pre and post catch. So I, I liked what I saw route running wise, release wise. Uh, I thought he looked good with the ball in his hands. He's a, he's one of those bigger receivers. I'm actually really excited to get into these big guys. Um, next episode so this is a nice preview uh so yeah i i agree i was it was nice to to watch him and and it was hard to find film on him but uh i enjoyed uh enjoyed watching him play he's a good football player uh i do have some negatives we talked about his underwear speed was slowish but it's not four five four five eight or four five nine is not not bad it wasn't it's I mean, like keenan ran a four seven yeah. one so like yeah. like i only care so much about it the injury history is significant also in his freshman and sophomore years he had a lot of drops on short throws it was like almost like he had a vision thing because he seemed to be doing fine just downfield but like on these quick short throws he's he would just and I don't. I think that that's a. He's trying to. He's trying to get going. He's worried about getting hit right away, and and so I think it's a concentration thing. Um, also, I didn't see it in the later film I watched. It was definitely something he worked on, and I think got rid. Has of. it worked out? Um, I did see ultimately his separation was inconsistent. Like sometimes he's like looks like a first rounder. Other times he looks like a fifth rounder. Um. And I would say he, he, by looking at his his most recent film, and the most recent film is obviously a senior bowl, but he doesn't look like he is still suffering from foot issues. Like he looks bursty. He looks like, oh, he is just fine, right? Uh, DK Metcalf had the surgery and he's been just fine, right? And you can, you can, it can work. Right, but the fact that he had two of them already is a concern, and and that's, um, I I think that there's he's the kind of guy that I expect is going to work, however hard he needs to work to be successful. One of the things I noted in his in some of his interviews is that he he knew from an early age that he wanted to go to Stanford. Huh. Like it must be nice to think I'm, I'm just going to go to Stanford. Like, but like you know that was a goal. He got the grades. He 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 worked himself into like I feel like he's the guy who's going to put the work. He's the opposite of Booty. He's the guy who's going to get the job done. And so even if he's not ready as a rookie right away, I think he's going to get there. So I I, I like Michael Wilson. And and I want him on my fantasy football team. And I just want to confirm that you heard it here first. Michael Wilson is the next Christian Watson. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> senior I, I, bulb star, I, darling. I, I think I, I think Wilson is a guy who will fall. I think could fall in the NFL. I think the foot issues are significant. And if you can talk, like, I would rather gamble on his foot than on. on Booty's effort, right? Yeah. So, so, uh, I, I, I think that he's he's got the body, he's got the 
um, technical ability. There are things he needs to learn how to do. He doesn't have enough reps. Yeah. Right. So I can right. see him not doing much his first year. Right. right. He might need a little seasoning. Yeah. But, but he hasn't. But you but said 14 games in three years. 14 games in three yeah. years. Yeah. He just he's gonna need a little. Unless you said he's a, a hard worker, he might be. You know, catching from my the guess jugs is, machine. My guess and, is he's working right now. Yep. Yep. He probably is. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We're super excited to get into these big receivers next episode. We'll have that out before the NFL draft. And until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the Steel Pod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at Steel Pod.